everyone, Steven Jensen here, and as you can see in audio form again today, we got Jesse, we got Jesse diving down below, and um, obviously a lot going on with Jesse still, but luckily we had we had we had some free time. I could hear all the chaos before the podcast started, um, but we're good to go. We're probably going to be going for about an hour or so today, y'all. So probably a shorter stream. So as always, the super chats and donations will take priority. We're going to pretty much run through the WrestleMania. Um, card and give our predictions and uh, once again super chats donations uh super chats go right through youtube donation link is in the description of this video and if you want your voice heard you want predictions out there if you have any questions whatever it is feel free that's the place to do it and we're still going to keep our eye on the chat you know as we're going along as well uh but before we get started jesse how you doing today yes okay so he asked me how i was doing and i said i'm doing fine but i wanted to give a shout out to steven because he has been working his behind off. He's been working tirelessly to cover basically all independent wrestling going on this weekend, which is a lot. And if you aren't following Steven on Twitter and you are a fan of independent wrestling, I don't know what the heck is wrong with you because you absolutely need to follow him. He is covering literally everything. And if you are a Fightful Select member, you get the Weekender, which he covers like literally everything other than the main shows that everyone watches. So... Like, you need to follow Steven, and I just wanted to give him a shout-out because this is a big week for him, and, yeah, so that's what I said, I think. He has everything. Well, I do, yeah, yeah, you, you nailed it a second time as well. <laughs> um, no, I appreciate that, and, and like I was saying, um, I just I just like doing it because I love that, that part of the independent, of that wrestling world. Like, independent wrestling is just so much fun for me like just discovering new talent and watching their progression and seeing kind of where they wind up and land over time and stuff and um and we did a free preview of the weekender that y'all can listen to it's on the fightful uh podcast feed so you know itunes spotify anywhere you listen to fightful podcast normally it's behind that paywall that jesse was mentioning at fightfulselect.com uh we did over five hours of oh man yeah well we did two shows that we split into like three and a half hours and about two hours and we talked every single wrestling match that we knew was booked for the collective and for iwtv showcase of the independence so we went through everything we, we highlighted as many people as we possibly could um and uh, we got a lot of great feedback for, for those episodes so I'm, I'm anyone who wants to check that out now like i know the there's only one day left of shows as far as on the indie side, but uh, if you did, if you miss something or if there's anything you were on the fence about or there's any talent that you want to know more about, I highly recommend those two episodes over there at the uh, the Fightful podcast feeds because uh, yeah, we really we really put a lot into to trying to highlight as many people as we could there. That's awesome. And chat, I see you. I just can't type because my baby likes to stand up, <laughs> and so my hands are full. But I see you. Hey Corey. Hey Jackson. Hey Daniel. Hey everybody. Thank you, Corey, for being awesome. And Jackson, I hope you have fun at WrestleCon. So yeah, just wanted sure. to shout out. WrestleCon, they put on great events, so you're going to have a great time. Um, Corey, always good to see you. Alonzo, always good to see you. I mean, Jackson Alonzo, I mean, always good to see you. Um, Igor, I'm pretty sure I said that right this time. I think I remembered from the last time yeah. you were here. Um, anyone else I'm missing in the chat, uh, feel free to say what's up. I'll, I'll give everyone, I'll give anyone a shout out that I see in the chat today. And then once again, we'll, we'll deep dive on any super chats or donations. Um, and before we get into it, I just really quickly wanted to mention, you know, today is WrestleMania night one, tomorrow's WrestleMania night two. 
And WrestleRumble.com is a place to go if you want to win big prizes this weekend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have <laughs> WrestleRumble.com, the WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. One entry for 10 bucks, three entries for 20 bucks, five entries for 30 bucks. You basically fill out a big form of like winners and losers matches. You fill out, you know, there's going to be a stipulation-based stuff. Whole bunch of uh, questions. Basically, you can get paid a thousand dollars if you know about professional wrestling this weekend. First place, one grand. Second place, a hundred bucks. Third place, three a uh, hundred bucks as well. Sorry. So, one thousand dollars for first, a hundred for second and third. A total of twelve hundred dollars just for knowing. We can hear Savannah as well. Just, she, she wants. She wants to win twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, she's excited. Um, yeah, so am I. Because you better believe. I'm doing an entry. Jesse's doing an entry. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the people that you see here or hear here on the podcast feed, we all enter these contests and uh, we try our luck, you know. And I mean, I, I can't stress it enough. You can win big money. Just join that WrestleMania Pick'em contest at WrestleRumble.com. And not only that, they have two giant belt giveaways right now. One dollar. It's so crazy how they do these. But for one dollar... Somebody's going to win a 1 of 500 limited edition Stone Cold Steve Austin Legacy title belt. Um, for those of you seeing it on the screen, it looks badass. For those of you who are listening to the audio version, it's basically a silver and metal looking... Uh, it's almost like the old Smoking Skull logo that Steve Austin used to have on his old custom belt. And the thing's badass. Like I said, it's 1 of 500 special edition. It could be yours for literally $1. And then they have a triple belt giveaway for three different winners. Also... $1. Like, no joke. You put $1 in, you could win one of these title belts. First place, quote-unquote first place, all three are winners of title belts, but first place is going to be getting a custom WrestleMania Moments belt, which is really cool. I've never seen them before. But, yeah. like, the, the middle plate is Daniel Bryan holding up uh, both title belts after WrestleMania 30. And some of the side plates I can see, it looks like Steamboat and Savage on there, Hogan and Austin. I mean, they have, like, major WrestleMania Moments on all the side plates. So a really cool title. Second place is going to get a, a replica title of the Smoking School Steve Austin belt, and third place is going to get the smoke or the uh, the Brahma Bull Rock custom belt that never made it onto television, but we've seen it in the video games. The Rock's talked about it. Really badass looking title belt. Um, so once again, WrestleRumble.com. Uh, all of our prediction podcasts are always sponsored, of course, by WrestleRumble. And uh, get in on their contests and follow them on Twitter at WrestleRumble. Stay up to date with all their stuff because they have insane giveaways all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, all right, we got Kenny the Bastard in the chat. What's up, everyone? Good, yeah. to, see, good to see everybody in here today. So, Jesse, before we get into the uh, actual predictions, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, what is your excitement level, would you say, heading into WrestleMania? I would say for the card, compared to other WrestleManias, it's kind of a little bit lower just because i feel like the build this year just hasn't been as good i feel like the promos have been fantastic for some of them but i just i don't know maybe it's just because of what's going on in my life right now i just don't feel as hype i don't feel like they're as big of a deal matches but however because this is the first wrestlemania back with fans since all of this happened i'm super excited and i'm super invested and super interested to see how fans react, what, see how emotional the wrestlers get wrestling in front of fans. I feel like they're really going to put on their best performances tonight. I really do because they're going to be in front of fans. They're going to have that adrenaline flowing again. They're going to be hype. They're going to want to put on a show. 
I think that they are going to be ready to put on one hell of a WrestleMania, and I'm super excited. I'm super stoked for that. So while the card necessarily isn't something that I'm like, yeah, super hype about, I am super, super, super excited for this WrestleMania for just so many other different layers of reasons. But I am scared about the weather because we're supposed to have severe weather tonight and we're supposed to have bad weather tomorrow. So hopefully the weather will just chill out for a little bit. We can get a good WrestleMania. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited. Yeah, and I'm hoping the weather holds up too because like, I don't know if y'all can hear through the mic at all, but like I'm getting some really bad, not like super bad weather, but like it's, like it's been raining fairly heavily even where I'm at. So, I, I mean, I, but I will say like, as far I'm the same way as you. I, as far as the card, like on paper, I actually I'm not excited for like a lot of it, but I am really excited for like just to see and hear the fans, like to see their arms moving around in the crowd and to hear yeah. the like actual like legitimate excitement. I'm just hoping WWE, and I, I have no reason to like speculate that they'll do this. I'm just saying in the back of my mind, knowing how WWE's been, like I'm just really hoping they haven't gotten too comfortable with like with like this past year and figuring out how to manipulate all the crowd noise yeah. to the level they have. They did it at TakeOver. Oh, did that? Well, but they didn't have a crowd yes. at TakeOver. Yes, they did. They had some, there were people well, there. Well, some, some. But, uh, but I mean, like, if they, kind of what I'm saying is if they had, like, I don't know how many people they're having at WrestleMania, maybe, like, what, maybe 30, 40,000, something like that, maybe? They said 20,000. Okay. It's 20,000 at WrestleMania, right, Michael? Yeah. Okay, so so they're doing like twenty percent capacity, probably give or take. It probably holds like eighty total or something like that. Yeah, Raymond, Ray, they call it Ray J here. I don't know why it's so obnoxious, but yeah, Ray J holds like eighty thousand, I think. Okay, and I'm really bad at math, so like my percentage might be really off on that. But but my my point is like knowing how the WWE is, I could totally see a scenario potentially sixty five thousand eight hundred ninety is the capacity. Oh, okay. It's actually a smaller venue than I thought, but that's still a lot. That's still a lot of seats. But uh, I imagine, I mean, I I hope they don't do this, but this past year, because we've talked about it throughout the year, like the retribution storyline being the best example of stuff that I just don't think they would have kept going with if there was fans there because the reactions would have just been so not what they wanted. But like WWE now could probably, if they wanted to, just kind of drown out the crowd, whatever the authentic crowd noise is, and just pipe in cheers, boos, like to control the narrative of like how the audience sounds reacting to people. Like I'm hoping they don't do it, but you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of worried about. Yeah. Like imagine if Drew McIntyre came out and like the crowd starts booing instead of cheering, and WWE's just yeah. like, all right, let's drown that down and pump up the cheers because we want it to sound like yeah. people are cheering him. You know what I mean? Like, I that's don't know. a good point. It, I wonder if they have gotten comfortable and complacent with manipulating the crowd audio, but I wonder how easily easily that will be done when they get back to like full capacity. Right. I mean, you basically have to, like, not be showing the crowd, too. You'd have to be cutting the angles. Yeah. Where, like, you couldn't see people, like, physically, like, with their thumbs down and booing, but it sounds like yeah. they're cheering. Um, Dylan, what's up, man? Welcome back to the chat. Um, yeah, um, I mean, I don't think they're going to do that, but, like, they've been able to do that kind of stuff for a long time. Even, like, when Goldberg was around in WCW, they'd, like, pipe in, like, all the Goldberg. I mean, people were chanting Goldberg, but they were piping in extra Goldberg chants on top yeah. of it and stuff. But that all being said, I I, I really just want to hear 
I really just want to hear a, like a large amount of fans all together cheering and booing stuff and just having a good time and being a part of the show. And, uh, and yeah, so from that aspect, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I just, I just have that in the back of my mind where I'm like, just keep that. If, when we're watching these shows, just keep in mind, if something doesn't seem quite right, that they have the ability to do what we just talked about. So, yeah. um, because that's what, that's my biggest fear. Like I, I'm going to start off with that match, um, for our predictions, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an opening match, I think. I think you're right. And do you think do you think we get Drew McIntyre walking out and like first like like as far as to get the biggest crowd reaction possible or do you think it's possible that they put Hulk Hogan out there first for that? Ooh. I feel like Drew McIntyre deserves to walk out first because Same. he had to win the championship last year at WrestleMania with no crowd. I mean, if you watch that whole WWE 24 documentary about how he was like in Scotland, they were like, you need to leave now because you're not going to be able to get back. They're about to put restrictions up and all that. And he still can't have his family there. So I feel like Drew McIntyre deserves to have that pop because obviously if he does defeat Bobby Lashley, he's going to be instantly booed. So I feel like put Drew McIntyre out there first. Please, God, don't put Hulk Hogan. But they probably will put Hulk Hogan first. Well, no, I'm, I'm with you, though. I think the smart move is definitely Drew McIntyre coming out first. And I have that same fear. I tweeted about that yesterday. I got that same fear about... Because um, the fan... That's... that. They put, WWE's put, put McIntyre in a very strange spot because they spent this whole last year building him as their next top baby face and he was the champion almost all year and he did a really good job like they, like the crowd and the covid and all that stuff like he had no control over that obviously so like mm-hmm. he and he worked his butt off like he went out there and he's been putting on really hard-hitting matches and, and doing the best that he possibly can like i am a fan of what of his of his hard work for sure but mm-hmm. like you said the second he pins lashley for that three count and wins that title back the, the, they're going to be back at square one because they're going to be fighting this uphill battle because now Lashley has the title and everybody likes Lashley as the champion and people don't want to see him lose it. <laughs> I know. And then they, well, and they broke up the Hurt business. It's like, oh. The only reason they did that, I mean, like, it's the obvious thing to say, but, like, there's no other reason outside of Lashley's losing this match and you don't want people cheering Lashley than to break up the hurt business because everybody liked that, and then also have Baron Corbin like helping him out because nobody likes Baron Corbin. So they like yeah. they squashed the group that everyone liked, and then added in the one person that like nobody wants to see with them. <laughs> so Ugh. yeah, pain, nothing yeah. but pain. But uh, but I, I think we're both on the same page though. As far and, and just for the record, the whole Kogan thing I brought up only because. It would be a really cheap way of them getting because, pe- like, there's still a lot of people that don't want to see Hulk Hogan there. But if he's the first mm-hmm. person that comes out and everyone's ready to just be going nuts to hear entrance music and stuff, that's almost a way of like cheaply sliding him in there to not get booed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, because they know he's problematic. Well, especially if he came out to like the NWO music or something, because like they just oh, the yeah. Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're right. You know, people would be marking out pretty hard, I think. But uh, but that all being said, as far as a prediction, I think we're both taking uh, Drew McIntyre here. Yes, I can't see. I would love Bobby Lashley to retain, but I, I would be shocked if they actually let him keep the belt. 
I really do think that Drew McIntyre gets his babyface comeback moment. I feel like that's the whole reason he lost the title to begin with, so he could win it back at WrestleMania. I agree 1,000% with all of that. And mm-hmm. and I, I super agree with the, I want Bobby Lashley, my heart wants Bobby Lashley to retain that title, but like, and this is all set up for Drew to get that belt. And, and it's basically a big redo of last year. It's like their chance at, because we never saw crowds with McIntyre as the champion. We do not know if like the live crowd actually likes him or not. Like that's what's wild about all this. Yeah. It's been a year. So, wow. yeah, anyways, we'll move on from that. But I do expect that to be a really, really good match. Regardless of the outcome, they're going to go out there and they're going to... They, every match they've had against each other, whether it was an Impact or WWE, has always been really good. So Yes. After that, in a match that really could go a whole bunch of different ways, uh, we have mm-hmm. Bad Bunny and... I'll highlight these so people know what we're talking about. We got Bad Bunny and Damian Priest taking on The Miz and John Morrison. What do you think? Of, we've we've talked quite a bit over like the months about the involvement of Bad Bunny, and I, I I missed a lot of his promo he cut on Raw, but I'm seeing a lot of great feedback about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think about this one? Like, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Bad Bunny team gets the win, but uh, yeah, do you expect this to kind of surprise people? Do you think we get kind of like a Pat McAfee Shaq situation with Bad Bunny, or do you think it's like maybe don't have expectations that high? I think we, I think given what's been said about Bad Bunny and his dedication to professional wrestling and him moving to Orlando to train, the fact that, you know, the people backstage are impressed with him and his dedication, the fact that they allowed, even though it was probably washable paint, they allowed paint on his, what is it, $3.6 million vehicle? Like that's his dedication to wrestling and seeing him cutting these promos in English really well, which is awesome, cool. I think this will surprise a lot of people. I think this will shut up a lot of the people that were like, who is Bad Bunny? I don't care. I, who is this? I think it will shut a lot of those people up. I think they, this match will earn the respect of those people. And I and I think people will be surprised. I really hope so. I hope it's fun. I, I think putting Bad Bunny with someone like John Morrison, who we know can sell like really well, is going to be a big, big thing in this match. Damian Priest is amazing. I love him. The Miz is the Miz. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I fully expect this to surprise a lot of uh, critics. And I think it'll be fun. I really do. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I I think a lot of people will be surprised. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going into this with, uh, with low expectations, but only because mm-hmm. I do not know what to expect out of Bad Bunny. But yeah, um, I but I think that it's one of those things. If he goes out there and even does maybe like three to five, just really solid spots, mm-hmm. I'll be totally happy with it. It's kind of like yeah. with, like with Shaq. Like he didn't do a whole lot, but what he did, he did perfect. And yes, you know what I mean. Pat McAfee's kind of a different type of animal because I think he's actually a really good pro wrestler. Like I think he yeah. he, he could like literally just slide in and be doing it full time, and no one would know he was like new to it. Just a natural with like super athletic ability. But um, but Shaq can kind of say the same about. To be honest, like he really impressed me with his match uh, that tag match he had with Cody and uh, Velvet and um, Jane Cargill. So. So I'm, I, you know, and, and I'm with you too with the Bad Bunny thing. The guy's a longtime fan, and like people were saying in the chat, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was before he got to the WWE, but like the guy has a massive fan base. I mean, millions upon millions of followers, and he and he he appeals to like 
so many different demographics too. Like, you know, there's all these like non-English speaking uh, fans too that are probably watching because they're like, oh wait, like Bad Bunny's on this? Like, I don't even care if I know English, you know what I mean? Like, I'm watching because it's Bad Bunny, you know? So... Um, so yeah, I, I don't fault the WWE for the involvement either. Like it's a smart move. And once again, if he's a longtime fan, good for him. It'd be the same as like if Wale were to wrestle, I'd be, I'd be stoked for him. Yes. I know he's a longtime fan, you know? Yes. Um, we got some super chats to take care of. Thank y'all so much. Kenneth, Kenny, the bastard says, taking myself six chances to win the one G. Thank you, Kenny, for uh, signing up. I, I'm assuming you mean over there at WrestleRumble.com. So, yeah. uh, Thank you. Hey, hit them up at Russell Rumble and say that uh, Stephen and Jesse sent you over to the website. They always love to to kind of know where people are coming from. Uh, Corey says, lots of love to you, Jesse. Well, thanks, Corey. I really appreciate that, man. Um, Thank you, Corey. (laughs) No, Corey's a good dude. Me and him actually uh, talk in the direct messages fairly often about wrestling and and stuff. But, yeah, thank you very much for uh, for sending the money. Because even though you... Knows so much about wrestling. It's he does. amazing. He does. It's great. Um, there's all these little hidden gems from like wrestlers that I've watched or companies that I've watched, but like I didn't know like certain people wrestled certain places and stuff. And like he'll, yeah, his his wrestling knowledge is very, uh, very impressive. And it's a lot of these deep dive, deep cut type things that are like I would have never known a lot of this stuff happened. But he hits me up with links to stuff, and yeah, it's good dude so thank you very much Corey. even though you said lots of love to jesse mm-hmm. jesse only i get half that money so i appreciate that um, <laughs> no i'm obviously you know, y'all y'all know i'm just kidding yeah. around but yes um, yeah after that we have a match that i'm actually really looking forward to so we got the new day kofi kingston yes. and xavier woods taking on aj styles and omos is it omos or omos i think they're saying omos now right yeah, I, th- like, I think so. Michael, do you know if they're saying Omis or Omos? Omos. Omos. I think I think you're right too because it, it it did change over time the the pronunciation. Yes. Um, but I think I think Michael's got it. Omos. Um, the reason I'm looking forward to this one, like me and you have been saying, if Omos can wrestle at all, push the guy to the moon. But yes. but we don't know yet. So um, big man, what do you think about this one? Like, who do you think wins? And do you think that Omos goes out there and impresses us, or do you think he goes out there and pulls like a great Kali, and everybody's like, "Oh no, what what just happened here? Why did we just waste all this time?" Do you? Well, here I'll I'll, I'll answer your question with another question. Do you think Omos turns on AJ Styles tonight? No, I. So, yeah. so here's here's what I think. I think that they're going to win the tag team titles, and I think they're going to have maybe a pretty long run with them. And it's all, like, I, AJ, I think, has, like, one year left on his WWE deal. So I think what they're going to be doing, just, just speculation, and hey, Issa, see in the chat. Say yeah, it, say it. just like, ah! Give, give, give little Rome a little pet for me. Um no. Is he? Uh, I, I think that then I think basically the remainder of AJ Styles' WWE career, unless he resigns like for an extension, is gonna be the goal is gonna be getting Omos to a spot of being a top guy. So I think AJ and Omos are the champions for a little while. At some point, one turns on the other, and I don't know if it's like because of the tag team or maybe you know. Styles or Omos actually wind up winning the world title, and because of that, one gets jealous of the other, and that's the turn. 
But I think this will lead to a, AJ, a high-profile AJ Styles versus Omos singles match where Omos is like, AJ is just going to go out there and make him look absolutely incredible. He's going to be able to just bump all over the place for him and make Omos just look like the best thing we've ever seen, I think. Um, so that's what my that's my long-term thing that I think that they're they're doing here. But but Jesse, knowing WWE also, for all we know, yeah. they just they do the turn at WrestleMania. But I think I think inevitably we're all on the same page as far as like we will get AJ versus Omos soon enough, but don't know when all that will when the split will actually happen. Oh yeah, yeah. And then we got another super chat from Kenny the Bastard. It says AJ Omos win, but AJ takes the pin from Omos. That's a good. That's very AJ Styles. That's very chicken shit heel AJ Styles. That's something he would definitely do. I like that, and I agree. And I agree with you, Stephen. I feel like they win the tag team titles tonight. And I, you know, for WWE's sake and for the tag team titles' sake, I really hope that they do have a long run because they've been playing hot potato with them, those damn tag team titles forever. And it's like I feel like no, no tag team can hold on to them for more than a week. It's so annoying. Yeah, that's true. And in the New Day, I, obviously I love the New Day, um, but it's like how many times do they do kind of the same thing over and over again? Although it is cool that, like, they are – it's almost like Charlotte Flair. Like, they're always, no matter what, like, they could be losing for months, but if they get a shot at the tag titles, like, they could win. Like, it's always believable that the New Day is going to be the tag team champions. So I do like that aspect of it. But, uh – but yeah, I think we're all. I think everyone's on the same page too. Like we just need to see. We just need to see what Omos looks like in the ring. Because up to this point, he's looked impressive. Um, but he's also had the advantage of not having an actual live crowd there, having the chance to do retakes, uh, different types of camera angles where they're getting right underneath him. So like he looks a lot more impressive than it might actually look from like a hard cam and stuff. So like I. It's just, it, I don't know how they're going to present him, but if he goes out there, and like I said, if he can wrestle at all, like if he can run the ropes and he can throw some some big punches and some, some choke slams, that's all he's going to need to do. So I'm all for it. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I completely agree with everything you've said. Yeah. So, and, and me and you have both been saying, if this guy can wrestle at all, put the world title on him. So... Um, yes yes push him to the moon yes i don't care if he has one move let him do that one move i watch him like go out there and hit like a 619 everyone's like what that would be incredible <laughs> i would pop so hard for that um kogan what's up man i see you in the chat he said she's wearing a uh, wolf pack shirt today as well i'm, I'm rocking that nwo because they went in the hall of fame this year so um Magnificent Matt. I don't know if we've seen you in the chat before, Magnificent Matt, but welcome to our chat. Feel free to join us whenever. And just a reminder, everybody, um, we've been getting some super chats coming in. We really appreciate that. Um, that's the best way to guarantee we read your predictions out loud and, and answer your questions. And these all go on my Fight Talk podcast audio feed. So even if you're not here live, people watch the replays, people listen to the audio. So a lot more people will hear your questions and your predictions if you do send those super chats and donations. Moving on, we have the match. Oh, and as far as the prediction, I think we both took Styles and Omos. Yes, we did. Perfect. After that, we got the match that I'm probably Ugh. looking forward to the least on this show. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have Actually, I'm looking forward to this the most just because I want to see how cringe it is. <laughs> true, true. 
Um, we have Ron Strowman versus Shane McMahon. This is in a steel cage. Um, now, admittingly, I have watched very little of WWE Raw since their last pay-per-view, and I have watched none of SmackDown, except for I did watch the Andre Battle Royal last night. But this, from what I can tell, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is a feud built off of Hopscotch and Nickelodeon yes. Slime. Yes, which is why I honestly thought they were going to do some tie-in with Nickelodeon, just because the way they built it. They built it like two five-year-olds would build a match for WrestleMania. It was honestly, it was a child build to WrestleMania, like baby WrestleMania. It was hopscotch, slime, report cards, dunce caps. It was like, what are we doing? Choo-choo noises. Like oh what oh, is that, that too. I forgot about it. I edited that like really quick video. I <laughs> cannot wait for them to try and do that choo-choo noise so loud at Raymond James Stadium. And all the people that live around there are like, what was that? What was that train noise? Just pipe in the loudest train noise you can. Oh my God, it'll be so funny. That God, would be, be funny. Back. Especially the people only... don't expect it and they're like, like scared. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, no, there's a train. Oh, my God. <laughs> WWE gets sued for inciting a riot. Oh, man. Mass panic. They think I, a train's coming through. I couldn't believe when I heard that the first time. I was like... I thought it was a joke. Same. I thought someone edited, like... Because I, I saw too. it on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, man. And then, like, I edited, like, the come on, ride the train onto it. And yes. I just thought it was so... It just so goofy. Like... So goofy. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so Shane McMahon, though. Goofy. I just, when I think of Goofy in wrestling, I think of Shane McMahon. Yeah. And the sad thing is, like, historically speaking, I love Shane McMahon. He's, like, one of my favorites. I know, right? But this is is just so cringe. In the Nickelodeon thing. Oh, and he had that knee injury when he faked Mm. that knee injury when he was, like, sparring. Yeah. I I saw that on Twitter, too. That's right. That looks so fake. I mean that hard. I mean that real hard. (laughs) <laughs> that was bad i think bad. uh I, I, the nickelodeon time would have been great though especially because we've talked right. about how awesome that whole nfl on nickelodeon exactly. stuff is exactly that was great and i honestly thought that wwe saw that and they saw like dollar signs which they probably should have like in all honesty had they done a nickelodeon tie-in for this match i would not have blamed them given what they saw in the NFL and how successful that was and how cool it was and how fun it was. But I uh, know we got a, somehow we got a steel cage match out of this, which, okay. Um, yeah. I, that adds up. I literally think they were just like, all right, we did Shane and Hell in a Cell against Undertaker a couple of years ago. So we don't want to like go that far, but like we need something for Shane to jump off of and, uh, or get thrown through. Ship, That's true. I, I, Kevin Owens might have dibs on that though. I don't know. Yeah. Um, cause he was talking about that last year when to jump off the pirate ship, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, as far as a prediction, there's one or two ways I can see this going either, either we get like a St. Valentine's day massacre situation when like, when the big show debuted and threw and like literally threw McMahon through the cage and he won cause he technically hit the floor first, but like, or sorry, Austin won rather because big show threw him through the cage on accident. And, uh, oh, yeah. Or, or, you know, bronze like, laying in the ring or on a table or something, and Shane, like, 
crashes and burns super hard, then Strowman hits him with a with a power slam or something. I don't know. I, I'm taking Strowman, but like I think we all know exactly what to expect out of this. I mean, all all signs point to Braun Strowman winning, but honestly, I'd like to see him lose. Same. Oh, if you, if, I, if it was my personal I, choice, sure. Yeah. That's sad though. I, <laughs> it's really sad when you want to pick the the part timer. I mean. I don't know, but I'm gonna. I guess. I guess my formal prediction is gonna be Mr. Nipple Piercings himself, Braun Strowman. Does he have uh, nipple piercings? Yes, yes, and it's all I can think about every time I see him because it's something you can't unsee. Does he? He doesn't wear those on TV, does he? When yes, he does. Oh, he does. I didn't even realize. Wow. I think so. I think he does. I don't know. It's on his Instagram. Like it, I can't. It's it burned in my brain. Okay, there we go, Braun Strowman. Um. Yeah, I yeah I'm just really not looking forward to that one. But I, yeah I gotta go to Strowman, and a big reason for that is I think you can it's like pin submission or escape from what I saw. So like, there's a lot of ways for Strowman to win there. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. If they wind up sliming each other, <laughs> that uh, would make it all worth it. That, that would might make it all worth it. That might be good. Um, after that, we've got. A match that I think is going to be really damn good. We got Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I have not seen the build to this at all because I haven't been watching SmackDown. But like, these are two of my favorite in-ring workers, maybe of all time. Like, I've been I've been watching these guys for decades at this point, and it's great to see Cesaro finally getting some sort of high-profile singles match at WrestleMania. And Rollins has like been here, done that, like. He's always going to be one of their top guys, no matter what's going on. So I'm going to take Cesaro for the win because, like, he could really, really, really use it. What do you think? Okay, so the build for this basically was when Seth Rollins came back, Cesaro was the only person left standing in, like, beside the ring, and then he, and then he came, and then he like Seth thought he was the only one. He thought, oh, you're on my side, and then he just went nah and he left, and then Cesaro came back. And so then Cesaro, like, just challenged him to, like, a match at WrestleMania, basically. Uh, so that was kind of the build, which is fine. It was kind of drawn out and long. That's fine. I've really enjoyed, like, the Seth Rollins. Um, he, he did, like, a political ad slash Scientology commercial kind of thing oh, really? last night okay. for Cesaro, like a smear campaign kind of thing. And uh, it was really good, and I enjoyed it. But like you said, I think these two are probably two of the most talented people in WWE right now. Uh, given, you know, say for you, like some of the main eventers. And I think this is going to be, this could steal the show, especially when you put Seth Rollins and Cesaro together. This is going to be fun. I think it's going to be great. Who, I, I feel like Seth Rollins is going to win. I really do. Um, I, even though I'd like Cesaro to win. But I, I just, well, I don't know. Cesaro kind of needs to win more, you know? Yeah, I think Cesaro needs to win way more. But I, but I, like, it is very hard to pick against Rollins. So, like, it I, is because he's Mr. WWE, you know? And they've always been really hesitant to, like, actually. Like, Cesaro's been there for, like, a decade. So, like, it's it, we've been at this point a few times with Cesaro where it looked like, like, they'd put him in the main event and he'd kill it. And then, like, the crowds would love it. And he'd be getting, like, a little bit of a push. And then he would something would happen. Either he'd get hurt, or they'd put him in a tag team, or they'd just start jobbing him out of nowhere. 
they've just never really pulled the trigger on him but I think, from what I understand, like, he recently signed a new contract, so maybe that's where some of this is coming from. Maybe they know he's, like, 100% committed for, like, you know, the foreseeable future. Um, Because I'm sure there was, I'm sure there was thoughts, if, and once again, I don't know if that's true or not, but, Mm -hmm. but, Cesaro's the kind of guy that AEW would scoop up in half a second. Like, if he was a free agent, it's like, Cesaro, come here, we'll give you whatever you want. Um, yes, and a, and WWE may have had that in the back of their mind over the last handful of months, maybe when they're like trying to figure out if he's going to stay or not. And if he is committed and he did resign, then maybe now WWE can go. You know what? You stuck with us. We know you had other options. The fans want it. You've been loyal to us. Let's uh, you know, let's 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 actually push the guy. Which I he, yeah, you know, his the one downside to him is his mic skills. That's always been an issue. It's the same thing with Bobby Lashley. If they can correct it and get him a mouthpiece or something, like the Paul Heyman thing, I hate that that didn't work out because I thought that was so perfect for him. But, you know, if they can get him a good manager, Cesaro can be, he could be, he could be the world champion. He he has the in-ring talent to, to, he's as good as anybody in the ring that the WWE has. So. Yeah. And, you know, now, now that we've kind of talked it through and you kind of, convince me i do think cesaro will probably win because if i look at it as who can handle a loss more right now given their status in wwe it's definitely seth rollins right. and i feel like with the and honestly the way that these two go and the way that these two wrestle so incredibly well and how agile and incredible they are i don't think this is a win-win for both of them because they're both going to be so fantastic and they both wrestle so well i mean no one's going to come out of this looking bad right I totally agree. And there's another layer to this too is this is WrestleMania. This is probably Cesaro's first ever one-on-one match at WrestleMania. It is. It is. Okay. And he's had some moments. Like I was there live when he won the Andre Battle Royal and people went nuts. And like, I was there for some of his, you know, indie stuff and whatnot. And this is, this is the reason I'd say this is because Cesaro one-on-one WrestleMania, finally getting a chance to shine on his own biggest stage he has mm-hmm. some moves that he has never done on the WWE that I used to watch him do yes. back on the Indies that like if he whips out some of these moves tonight people are going to see him at a, like an even higher level because like there's some stuff he can do that he hasn't he still hasn't shown that like there I think he did the UFO last year which is like he basically yes. puts people up in a in like a like a burning hammer position and just spins around and throws them and they just you know just like a helicopter it's awesome um and that's also how i feel we'll talk about Sami Zayn versus kevin owens uh, for night two in a minute but say i feel i have the same feeling there are certain performers i'm really looking forward to seeing having these spotlights at wrestlemania because i think they've been holding back certain things on their mm-hmm. move set specifically for these types of situations so i'm excited yeah. for that. me too um, and I saw somebody in the chat, I think it was Kogan, talking about what is uh, Seth Rollins' drip, because oh, yeah. they didn't know what drip is. Yeah, basically, like, your That's clothes. not my forte. <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking on that. I'm a little, I'm a little out of the loop, uh, but it's, uh, but it's, it's like how, what clothes you're wearing. So it's like your drip. Yeah. So. After that, we got a match that I am not looking forward to at all. Um, a tag team turmoil, turmoil match where the winning team is going to wrestle for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships on night two. We got Lana and Naomi versus, which I didn't even know was a team, versus Brooke. Yeah, and Dana, Okay. 
versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina versus Billy Kay and Carmella. I mean, there is a decent amount of, like, good talent in the match. I just don't care. And like I said, I didn't even know that Lana and Naomi were even a team. That's how out of the loop I am. They're, they're like a TikTok squad. Oh, well, that they makes TikToks even... together. That's even less relatable for me. Um... I'll, say, I'll just give a quick... Uh, you can give as long of a thoughts as you want because you'll know more about what's going on here, but I feel like this whole thing is set up to where, like, Lana and Naomi will win, and then on night two, Lana will put Nia Jax to an announce table. Unless that's already happened. Whoa! Um, I don't know if that's already happened. I, if it did, I don't remember. I'm going to go with the Riot Squad just because that's who I want to win. Uh, I mean... They could have, if they have Lana and Naomi win, it'll be really interesting because then it'll tell me that WWE is interested in that TikTok demographic and kind of getting on that TikTok and getting into that wave of social media because it is so popular because they're, they do a bunch of those TikTok dances together. It's really cute. Mm. I mean, it's fun, but it's, you know, like you said, not your forte. One for kids. I, I mean, think, WWE is for kids, like TikTok's yeah. for kids. I could, I could see the crossover big time there. Yeah. So if if they win, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, they've actually been a decent tag team. Uh, Rice Squad is great. I just want them to win because they're probably the most established actual tag team. You know what I mean? Like they're the ones who have been a tag team the longest. So I feel like by default, they should be grandfathered in. Uh, Natalia and Tamina, just random. And then Billy Kay and Carmella, like literally just happened last night. Literally just happened last night. And they spoiled it on Twitter on accident. And they deleted the tweet. <laughs> so I'm just going to go with the Riot Squad. This will be fun. I mean, they can go. I, and I love Naomi, and I wish she had a singles match. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I like the the thought process of the Riot Squad being the most established tag team. I think that's very good to point out there. Because they definitely are the most established of, of these tag teams. But... Yeah, like I said, I haven't followed it enough. I've seen some other people's kind of people kind of agreeing. Um, if Lana has not gotten her revenge on Nia Jax up to this point, I feel like WrestleMania is going to be where they do it. Um, I, I that whole story was really really bad in my opinion. I hated the whole yeah. her crying on the ring steps and winning oh, matches. God, so sad. And yeah, the whole I'm a winner, I'm a winner, but like you didn't do anything. It was just annoying and bad. And after, I mean. The first few weeks of her getting put through the announce table, that was funny to me. But, like, once you get into, like, double digits of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kogan Spore with a super chat that's about this match. So, thank you very much, Kogan. Yay, thank you. Says, I gotta say, I think they're really wasting potential with Ruby and Liv. I feel like there's some potentially great characters with them. Oh, I completely agree. And thank you so much, Kogan. I mean, they had the whole Liv Morgan. They had her cutting those, like... They had those video vignettes for like weeks and weeks and weeks. And what does it come out? She's Lana's secret lesbian lover. Oh, like right. I forgot all about that. So, during the Rusev and Lashley stuff. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there's that whole debacle. But, um, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that they, they have a lot of potential. And they're so talented as well. And I would like to see them on TV more because they deserve it. So, I completely agree. And thank you so much, Kogan. You cannot... I cannot tell you much. I appreciate it. Yes, we very, very much appreciate that, Kogan. Thank you for all the support. And, uh, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, they, they have a very big fan base, live in, live in Ruby mm-hmm. Riot, and they've always been solid in the ring. And, you know, people want to see him get pushes, and they've been hesitant to do it. So, 
So yeah, I mean, as far as all the teams in this match, I would say the same. They're probably the team that I would want to win the most. But I think just storyline-wise, the whole Lana thing. But once yeah. again, yeah, whatever. I'm just really not... But here's here's the flip side. I'm really looking forward to this one. We have yes. the main event of night one, the first two black women to ever main event WrestleMania, Woo-hoo! which is like yeah. groundbreaking, uh, black... African American, women of color, however you want to, however you want to cut it, this is a historic main event, and these are two women that deserve it. I mean, Sasha Banks has absolutely, yeah, Sasha Banks has consistently been uh, one of the best performers WWE's had, male or female, for years. Bianca Belair has a a big, uh, a lot of buzz, uh, you know, coming out of NXT and the stuff she's done, you know, since the Royal Rumble, and she's very athletic. And the two of them were kind of mirror images of each other in a lot of sense, um, you know. But Bianca, I think, is a bit more of like the the athlete of the two, and Sasha's a bit more of like I don't even. I mean, she's very athletic as well, but she's kind of like she's like a big star, star. Power. exactly. Yeah, star exactly. power. A big star who is very, 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 very good in the ring. And and Sasha versus Bailey at Takeover was like probably the best women's match I've ever seen the WWE do. So like she's 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 already there. She's already a made woman forever with the WWE as far as I'm concerned. Sasha Banks, one of the best they've ever yes. had. Um what is your prediction for this one? Who do you think walks away, you know, main event leaves as the SmackDown women's champion? Gosh, you know, it is really a toss up to me because honestly, it could go either way. You have Sasha Banks, who is known for not being able to hold on to her title. She's kind of proven that point a little bit now. But on the big stage, could she do it? I think that that's a storyline that they could go with. And I'm surprised they really haven't too much gone with that. She's got the star power. She's kind of transcended, like, WWE and the fact that she was in The Mandalorian and all that. And she's just an amazing... and, And I wouldn't be mad to see her win. However, Bianca Belair... Fresh new talent out of NXT cuts a mean promo is incredibly strong, fantastic in the ring. The next women's superstar, in my humble opinion, I absolutely love Bianca Belair. I love everything about her. Her story is incredible. Her wrestling is incredible. Her charisma is incredible. I think this will be a fantastic match. I feel like this will be main event worthy as it should be. I'm going to go with Bianca Belair just because I want to see that WrestleMania moment for her. And I feel like Sasha Banks, you know, she's got the star power. She's, you know, Star Wars person. She doesn't she doesn't need that big moment. And I feel like to close out night one would be an incredible and amazing thing for Bianca Belair to have those fireworks going off and holding up that championship. And now I do want to say one thing. Becky Lynch did tweet. Mm-hmm. Or not did tweet, but she posted on Instagram a picture of her lifting weights. And it said her location was Tampa, Florida. And it was cryptically, it said night one. I really hope that she does not interrupt this match because I want Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks to have their full solo WrestleMania moment. I don't want it to be interrupted by Becky Lynch. I just, and I feel like Becky Lynch would probably agree with that. And even though it would probably be a big surprise to close out the show, it would take um, the moment away from Bianca Belair or Sasha Banks. And I don't want that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I'm with all that. I mean... There's a lot of good possibilities there, and the potential of Becky Lynch being involved to some degree. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm leaning Bianca. I'm going to take Bianca for my prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I do love, and I saw you tweet about this also, and I totally agree, that I do love that they're main eventing night one because if you're going to have two Royal Rumble matches, the winners of both of those matches, if you're going to have two Royal Rumbles and two nights of WrestleMania, that should be who main events each show is whoever wins those Royal Rumble matches. Yeah. So um, Bianca and Sasha should be there 100% as a main event because of the Royal Rumble. And on top of that, they have the talent and they deserve it anyway. So it's like, do I think that Bianca versus Sasha is going to be a better match than Drew and Bobby? I don't know. I think they're both going to be really good. And if I had to lean one way, I'll, I think the best match of the night is going to be Bobby and Drew or potentially mm-hmm. Cesaro and Seth, but that doesn't have like a, yeah. title, a title attached to it. But, mm-hmm. um, but Bianca and Sasha, I think are going to go out there and they're going to work incredibly hard and they're going to put on the best match that they possibly can. And I think it's going to be really good. And especially with that, I mean, there, there's going to be a light shining very brightly on this match. I mean, with this being the main event and everything, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to perform, and I think they're yeah. gonna both gonna rise to the occasion. It's gonna be really, really good. But I, I gotta go with Bianca. I just feel like she's she's really hot right now. Uh, the fan base wants it. Sasha's in a position where she could win the title at any moment, or she could like yeah. go to Raw at some point in like the next draft or something, and just like be the champion there for a long time. I don't know. You, there's plenty you can still do with Sasha. So oh yeah, she's top top of the line anywhere. Exactly. So, I'm gonna go Bianca for my prediction, but I think I think they're gonna have a really, really damn good match. After that, oh, throwback, what? throwback, yay! Super chat, throwback. We better not move on because he's yeah. got this. Thank you. So, fantasy. Thank you so much, throwback. Fantasy booking. Sasha wins. Ding dong. Hello. Oh, ding dong. Hello happens. Becky comes out and challenges Sasha at SummerSlam with Bianca in it. Three ways dance and add Bailey. Becky wins at SummerSlam. At Mania next year, Fatal Four Way. Wow, all four horsewomen. I mean, that's very long term play there. Um, but I love it. I hope that that's that would be fun. That, that would, would be, be a lot of fun. It would be. Um, I don't. I wouldn't thank rule you, it throwback. out. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Throwback. I wouldn't rule it out. I, I, I could definitely see. I mean, if I had to guess what Becky's doing on the show, it would be coming out after this main event and confronting whoever is the champion at the end of the night. Um, there's also the chance she could do something with Seth. That's totally possible. I saw Corey mention that. Yeah, um, I was wondering that. You know, and I think that's a big part of the night and one thing. But then also, like, if she comes out and confronts Sasha or Bianca, that would lead me to believe that Becky's going to be going to SmackDown, which would also make yeah. sense because Seth's there. But... That would be a big loss for Raw because she was the Raw Women's Champion before she had to take the maternity break, right? That's true. That's very true, yes. And Raw's kind of hurting right now on the women's side. Like, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about They're hurting it. in general. Yeah, oh, I, yes, I couldn't agree more. It sucks, too, because well, apparently SmackDown's just been great, and I've just been missing it because I don't watch it on Fridays. But if, but if SmackDown, if what was happening on SmackDown was happening on Raw instead, I'd I'd be like fully invested. I'd be watching every Monday and like actually pumped up about it. So yeah, I, I feel like they screwed that up too. Cause like, I'm sorry y'all. Like I, I know that like it's on Fox and it's SmackDown and all this stuff, but like raw is still the flagship show, no matter what anybody yeah. says. And I don't know why they aren't putting their best product on, on Mondays. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so 
Anyways, um, after that, you know, this kind of was a perfect segue. And thank you again so much, Throwback. Yeah. We, we appreciate it. And I love, I love that booking, and I think WWE should look into that for real because I really do like that booking. I do too. I do too. And, and yeah, I mean, four horsewomen all against each other. Like, we've been wanting that for forever. So, mm-hmm. you know, and also, I'll throw this out there too, and this may have something to do with the Oscar Ripley match. I don't know, but I'm hearing Rousey's ready to come back too. So I heard that too, yeah. Um. So that's going to be a big boost for the for these women's divisions, especially if you keep Becky and Rousey away from each other for a while. I can yeah. see I can see Rousey coming back to Raw and then Becky doing SmackDown and then like you know like a year from now you build up like another big super fight between the two or something. Absolutely. Uh, throwback. I like Survivor Series. Chat. Oh, thank you. And yeah, it's Survivor it's- Series. I can see that too, or, or SummerSlam or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, throwback says Oscar versus EO for the Raw Women's title at SummerSlam. I'm calling my shot. You're awesome. You keep killing it. I work sorry for doing this late. Well, first of all, throwback, never apologize for one yeah. coming in here and hanging out, and for two, you're literally giving us money. So, like, we don't appreciate apologize. It. Yeah, you have nothing to apologize yeah. for. Um, you know me, dude. I, we're, I mean, you don't have to be doing that. I talk to you all the time. We do podcasts and stuff together. You don't have to be giving us any money, but we really, really, really appreciate it. Um, yes. And what do you think about that? Oscar versus EO for the uh, the title at SummerSlam. But if, if EO were to be moved to Raw or SmackDown, which is definitely possible with her losing the NXT title. Yes. Yes. In a fantastic match, by the way. Yes. Um, I, You know what, throwback? I completely agree. And I was going to say that um, I do think that Oscar should retain because Rhea Ripley just kind of came in and was like, I want a title match, which is what WWE tends to always freaking do. And it's super annoying. Um, even though I love Rhea Ripley, don't get me wrong, I just think it's too soon. And I think we need to build her up a little bit more. I think she can go with Asuka, but I think I want Asuka to be back to like the undefeated Asuka that I, we came to know and love. And I agree. And I think Asuka versus Io would be a fantastic match, and I think that they should go with that. And thank you so much again, throwback. Yes. Yeah. I. What I think they're gonna do is I think they'll make Oscar and Io a team because that's what that's what WWE. Does. That's what they do. They're both Asian. Yeah. They're both Asian. Yeah. That's just gonna be their thing. It was the same with Kyrie yeah. saying, you know, with Kyrie yeah. saying, you know, they just pair all the Asians together and that's just they pair all the the Hispanics together. They it's just it's just what WWE does. Like I'm I'm not sitting here and like calling them racist i'm not sitting here saying anything else other than it's just that just it just is what it is so um i i think that real rip was going to win the title from oscar at wrestlemania and then i think that that's what we're going to get is a tag team between oscar and eo going forward that makes sense um the only thing i don't like about rhea ripley and it isn't about rhea ripley it's about the build for the match she literally Mm -hmm. just showed up on raw and just asked for a title match and got one yeah, that's what I hate. It's like she was second place in the Royal Rumble. Like, she didn't earn the title shot. She had her chance. And then she just came out and asked for a title shot. So, like, I don't... I'm not about that type of build. But I think... You know, and here's the other thing. It doesn't matter what I think about Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley. I think she's very talented. I think she looks great. I, I think she checks pretty much every box you would want out of a WWE superstar. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Vince thinks. And I don't know what he thinks about Rhea at this point still. So, I don't know, but I think Rhea's. I, I'm going to take Rhea to to win the title. So I think we get Rhea and Bianca both as new champions coming out of WrestleMania. 
Cool. Completely <laughs> disagree. I, no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I mean, I I can see them doing that. I just want Oscar to win. Yeah, and I love Oscar. She's one of my favorites. I mean, once again, on a personal level, I'd like to see Oscar retain, but I'm gonna go three as my prediction. Um, what's uh, Corey saying? Steven? Uh, I'm not sure what you're talking about, Corey. Let me know in the chat. After that, we have uh, uh here's an uh. Uh, I I am not looking forward to this at all. We have <laughs> the Fiend versus Randy Orton. Uh, I, I think I heard Brian Alvarez might have been the one I heard talking about this, and he made a really good point where it's like we have all these stipulation matches throughout WrestleMania, like this Nigerian drum fight we'll talk about in a minute. We have a steel cage match. We have like all these different types of matches. Um, but the Fiend was literally burnt to death by Randy Orton. And this is just a singles match. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, what do you think about that? I, I think the and people are going to totally disagree with me, but I thought the build of this sucked. I think the Fiend sucks now. I think he looks stupid. I'm not into this at all. I think this is going to be... The WrestleMania match that we were at at WrestleMania 33 was really bad. I don't know how this is going to be any better. So I think, I think this is going to suck. And I'm going to take... I was going to take The Fiend, but now I'm leaning even more towards Randy Orton. Like, maybe he just kills The Fiend and, and Bray Wyatt goes back to, like, backwoods country cult leader Bray Wyatt or something. I don't know. But what do you? if you disagree, I'm fine with that, too. Like, if you're looking forward to this, I want to know. But what do you think about this matchup and who do you think wins? I am. I agree with you. I'm completely over this. I'm tired of this feud. I don't know why it keeps going. It's ridiculous. I feel like The Fiend has to win and if he doesn't the character needs to be over right i'm sorry if, if the fiend does not win it's done you cannot have this mystical la- larger than life superhuman character that hypnotizes people and have it lose matches you can't it just doesn't work i'm suspending my disbelief enough with thinking that this character burned alive and then came back to life as like a demon ninja turtle <laughs> right as ivan ooze yeah, and so it's like if if Randy Orton defeats Savine, it's done. It's done. It it was to me, it was done when he got lit on fire, and I'm kind of happy he came back because I do kind of like the this mysteriousness of the fiend. But this feud with Randy Orton has absolutely like diluted any fun with the fiend. Alexa Bliss, while she's doing her best work right now, like as like an actress, kind of like her best acting, her best promos and stuff like that. It's like. <laughs> What are we gonna do? You know, like what are we doing here? I'm I need the fiend to win, um, and that's about it. And I I really don't know where they go from here. I just hope it's something interesting. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Like I'm gonna pick the fiend. That is gonna be my prediction. But like you said, if Randy Orton wins, which is totally possible, that has to be the end of the character. It just has to because he's just been. It just it just isn't. Like you mentioned him being killed off. Uh, basically after he got lit on fire. But let's also not forget, not that you have, but just to throw this out there, we have seen the man drowned in a swamp. We have seen the man uh, beat to death in Hell in a Cell to the point where there was a DQ in a Hell in a Cell, which that hurt him a lot. We saw the man squashed by Bill Goldberg. To me, that was like the real, like, okay, don't care about this guy anymore moment. Um, I they've just, they've just botched it at so many different points that I'm just... 
I just, they have somehow made me not care at all about The Fiend, and I thought he was going to be, like, the best thing they had done in years when they debuted that character. So. Yeah, and apparently, oh, we did get a super chat, by the way, from Kogan. Thank you so much, Kogan. He did say, apparently The Fiend has a new look for WrestleMania. That would be interesting. I hope it's super spooky and creepy. I hope it's creepier. Yeah, because who knows what that means, right? Like, new look. Yeah, really. I mean... Remember what they tried to make him look like, but he was going to be Sister Abigail against uh, the demon? Yes! Yes! I remember that. And then it never happened because... Because bacterial meningitis. Yeah, him and Roman both got that. I remember that. Because that was when uh, Kurt Angle had to be in the shield randomly (laughs) during that. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, But yeah, I mean... We'll see. The Fiend is a pretty polarizing character because a lot of people love the the costume and and all and all that stuff and the story. So I don't want to sit here and like you know be too harsh about it if it is something that you enjoy. But they need they need to they they need to salvage it. Like they, there needs to be he basically needs to come out here and just squash Randy Orton. That isn't what's going to happen. Like they're not going to just squash Randy. But that's like the best thing they could do if they have any faith in that Fiend character still. But anyways, moving on into a match that I don't even know what this is. Um, Same, I was going to ask you. (laughs) So I heard, and once again, I think this was when I was listening to to Alvarez and those guys. My my mind when I heard about this match was I figured that there was going to be people, and this could be what happens. My guess was it would be people surrounding the ring, banging on drums, and then it was like a street fight where like you could, you know, maybe they use giant drumsticks to, to hit each other or like some weapons or something. But like there's like drum beats like or something around the ring, some, something to make it seem like it's like some sort of Nigerian like like uh, celebration or something. I don't know. Kind of like for me, like being Jewish, you have like, you know, like maybe they have something in their culture where it's yeah. like some sort of chant or something they do while they're beating drums like. I was thinking something like that because it's a Nigerian drum fight, like something from their culture that I don't know about, like like in like the Thai the Thai culture and stuff. They have like like uh, uh, different types of fights where they like tape their fists and people like kind of surround the ring and like it's like this whole kind of ceremony and ritual and stuff. So, but what I heard Alvarez talking about was, I think the way it was explained is that. A Nigerian drum fight means that you're beating somebody like a drum. So I think it's a metaphor. Oh, so okay. I th- so what it sounds like is this is just a no-holds-barred or a street fight type match. Like, I don't think this is going to be... I mean, maybe they... Because it's WWE, maybe they do add in people like drumming or something during it. But my my perception, I think, might be a little different than what actually happens. But But nobody knows. That's part of the problem here, too. Yeah, so I, I was trying to look on Twitter at what it is, and Cultaholic posted an article yesterday saying, Big E says, I have no idea what a Nigerian drum fight is. I've got some work to do. Maybe I'll learn on the fly. So they don't know either. <laughs> well, there you go. And he agreed to the match. So, um, yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Who do you think wins this one? Because we've seen this a, a few times already, and I'm, I'm a big fan of both performers, but Big E has uh, basically established dominance over Apollo this entire time. Um, well, given WWE's track record of hometown stuff, but, you know, they have people win at WrestleMania in their hometowns, don't they? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. I know what you're kind of saying though. Like a lot of yeah. times, someone goes to their hometown and gets like embarrassed in front of everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna say Big E just because I really like what they're doing with him. However, it would it would make sense to have Apollo Cruz win to get the gimmick over, but I don't know. I don't think the gimmick's that strong. And usually, to me, if someone makes a stipulation, it gets used against them. And I just really like Big E. I really like Big E. I really like him as Intercontinental Champion. Um, so I'm just gonna go with Big E just because I think it. I really liked he had, he cut a really good promo last night about you know, being his hometown and being from his home. And I, I really enjoyed it. And I I just want to see a Big E win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Big E as well. I, I you know, I feel like if they were going to go with Apollo, they would have already done it. Um, I do like Apollo. And I was very confused when I watched the last WWE pay-per-view because I had not watched SmackDown. And I heard him cutting promos. And I was like, wait, this guy sounds completely different than the last time I heard him. Yeah, um, I know. It's like, what? <laughs> Um, but uh, I do like that they're leaning into that character, though. It, it's him doing the whole Nigerian uh, kind of royalty thing that he's doing is way more interesting than him just being a random guy who just smiles all the time. He's just happy to be there. So yeah, I do like that. But I, I'm with you. I'm going to take Big E. I think he gets uh, gets the win in this one. Yeah, we did get a super chat from Kogan again. Thank you so much, Kogan. It says, I'm waiting for the day. Bray does shoot interviews on or broken skull sessions. I want to hear what that man thinks of the crap they've put him through. Yeah, I that will be a fascinating listen to what kind of things that he's pitched. And cause, I mean, the things that he's pitched and that he, he's gotten through are amazing. Can you imagine the stuff that he hasn't gotten through? It would be incredible. Yeah, and I, I feel the same way. Like, I think he's a really smart mind for wrestling, and he's a very good promo. Um, the problem was a lot of the years that he was cutting the promos, they were promos that just didn't go anywhere at all. Like, it would just be him basically saying the same stuff, talking in circles over and over, and then he'd just lose all the big matches. So it's like, it's. but also part of it, like, to be fair, I don't know if part of the problem is Bray Wyatt. I don't know. Because, like, I think, I honestly think a, a part of the issue... I really think a part of the issue is I just don't think he's that good in the ring. And he's, he's athletic. Very limited. Right. Like he's athletic and he's had good matches, but like the matches that really stand out to me are him in the wild family against the shield where everyone around him outside of like Eric Rowan was really, really talented. I mean, you had Ambrose Rollins, Reigns and Harper all there in matches with him. And then, and I, and I like Rowan, but he was a very robotic, generic type wrestler, but that's what he was supposed to be doing in the Wyatt family. And then you had um, him versus Daniel Bryan had some really, really great one-on-one matches, but we're talking Daniel Bryan, arguably the best in-ring wrestler in the world. So that's kind of my reservation too with, with Bray Wyatt is how much of it is the character has, has been started and stopped, how much of it has been like the poor writing and the poor stories, but how much also is it that like when it comes down to it, he hasn't really blown me away with his performances. Um, like, I, like we mentioned, like I mentioned before, that match that we saw against Randy Orton WrestleMania, that was probably the worst match of that night, except for, I mean, I thought the main event was the worst match of that night. Undertaker and Roman, I thought was terrible. It was so bad. Um, 
Poor but, Undertaker looked awful. Yeah, it really did. But, I, but I'm with you. Thank you, Nick Kogan, for the super chat. And speaking of Broken Skull Sessions, I'm actually looking more forward to Jericho on that podcast on Sunday than I am for WrestleMania. Like, I can't wait. That will be interesting, yes. Can't wait to hear. I can't wait. I mean, they, he name-dropped Sammy Guevara in the preview. Like, I cannot wait to hear what they wind up talking about. Um, After that, we got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn's going to have Logan Paul which in his corner, which, you know, if you were to tell me even a handful of years ago, even last year, uh, that I would see Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, uh, Kevin Steen versus El Generico in a one-on-one match at WrestleMania, but it would involve Logan Paul and that Zayn would be the heel and that Owens would be the face. I would have, like, this is a scenario I just did not expect, uh, but... The match will be really good, and I think they'll do some really cool stuff. And I'd love to see Sami Zayn hit the brain buster on the top rope because he's never done in the WWE. And Kevin Owens is the right guy to take that move. But my prediction is that Logan Paul will knock out Sami Zayn, uh, Mike Tyson style, and Owens will get the pin uh, based off of of Jake. Mm. Sorry, Logan Paul helping him. What do you think? Okay, so I. Was not shocked, honestly, to see Logan Paul because he just did the Masked Singer on Fox. So I wonder if he had like kind of like a contractual thing with them. I'm sure Fox had something to do with that, got the poll. I mean, it's a big name. I mean, that's oh, another yeah. like Bad Bunny. Like for American, young, younger American kids, like you're dipping into like a huge demographic there. Sure. So that's a huge marquee name, and, especially and like combat sports fans because of his. Boxing. Yes, yeah. yes, because he has kind of transcended the YouTube community and he's actually kind of grown up a little bit. You yeah, know? I, I'm actually a fan of his now. I, yeah, I used yeah. to really dislike him, but he's 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 changed. really yeah he's, he's changed quite a bit. It's impressive. Um, I I I really like your your um your analysis there. I do think Kevin Owens is going to win. Does he jump off the pirate ship? That like he promised last year, do you think? I, I don't know. I think that it would make big. It would also it would be it would all make sense though if like if like Logan knocked out Sammy for instance because it would give yeah. Owens the the time to like get up to wherever he True. needs to go to jump off. So maybe yeah. that's part of it also. That may be part of it. So I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. I think he. Oh, thank you. I make it. um but yeah i completely agree with you yeah i think it'll be good yes i have a pokemon card now (laughs) hell yeah pokemon cards are awesome yes they are but yeah i'll take kevin owens as well for my prediction um and yeah i have no problem with logan paul being involved it's strange that it's in that particular match but like i yeah i mean he's and now I've talked about it before. I've I've met the guy. I met him last year, and he was actually really really mm-hmm. cool to me. So yeah, that's what you said. You know, so. I got I got nothing bad to say about the guy. He said he said some really dumb stuff and did some really dumb stuff on YouTube years ago. But like, yeah, it seems like he's, he's changed quite a bit. Yeah. After that, we have uh, this is a match that we saw a couple weeks ago on Raw where Sheamus beat Riddle, and that's been basically the setup for the yeah. match. Yeah. Um, I'll say this real quick. Riddle forgetting his lines in that Oscar segment was like the best thing I've seen on Raw in a long time. That was hilarious to me. Um, that was so funny. <laughs> that was the best. Um, and then Oscar's reaction was hilarious too. She was so confused. Um, but I'll say this: I think this is going to be a really good, hard-hitting match. I think both guys are going to go out there and and really perform. I've always liked Riddle in, in the ring and what he brings to the table with his MMA style. 
And I do think Sheamus is doing the best work of his entire career right now. He's been putting on really good matches. So who do you think wins this one, Jesse? We got Sheamus and Riddle for the U.S. title. Oh, I'm going to go with... Um... Hmm, it's really a crapshoot, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna go with Riddle to retain, just for poops and giggles. Um, even though I could see Sheamus winning, but I just I think, like you said, we've seen this before, and I don't know. Even though didn't Sheamus win that? Yeah, which I hate yeah. that kind of build where it's like I know it's so weird. Yeah, like, like we saw the match two weeks game. ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And I think that's exactly where they're heading, by the way. I think Riddle gets the win back. And Yeah, it, that's exactly. Given WWE's formula, I just feel like Matt Riddle's going to win. So. Yeah. And I, all I'm hoping for out of this one is I hope Sheamus goes out there and just beats the heck out of him. And Riddle takes the beating and fights back and, and winds up getting like the kind of like the comeback win because yeah you know because Sheamus like I gotta give him the credit like I said he is putting on really really good matches it's just unfortunate right it's just unfortunate we we've been so overexposed to him like we've been watching him for so long and he's hasn't he hasn't really changed or evolved a whole lot over time either it's like still kind of watching the same guy but like I said the matches have been really good lately and Riddle Riddle's gonna go out there and oh and also Shout out to, um, I mean, I don't even want to say shout out. I'll just throw this out there. This, it, it, I don't know how to put, put this. What they've done to Riddle between making him completely brain dead, like, I get he's supposed to be like the funny stoner guy. I, I get that. But, like, they've made him, like, mentally handicapped almost to a, like, he's like, like, you know what I mean? Like, people don't, like, he's, like, rambling about stuff. He's going out there and, like, having conversations with people. And, like, he's supposed to yeah, be a good yeah. guy. But they're, like, bailing from him because, like, they don't want to listen to him. It's really weird. They they have him riding around yeah. on a scooter. Um, they have, Yeah, it's so random. The birds. I was about to say, that's where I was going. Now there's birds flying out of his ass and, like, like <laughs> he, and, like, going toward, and, like, flying towards the cameras and stuff. And, and... And through all of that, he's still going out there and rising above it somehow. Like, he's still going out there and, like, having really good matches and is the U.S. champion. And, like, the company seems really high on him still. So I'm like, it's like, they, it's like they've handicapped him over and over and over again. But, like, he's still... He's like a savant. Yeah, he's, like, still, like, succeeding somehow. So, like, I gotta Stoner give him credit. savant. Yeah, exactly. You know, and the way that you put it is, I said this on my show with Doug, the same thing. And I do, I do not mean to be offensive when I say this. I, I promise you. But like, if I think I've said it on the show as well, if they had never done the Eugene character before, I think they would have done that with Matt Riddle. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, cause that's kind of where they've gone with it, anyways. Is like, he seems like he, like you know what I'm saying? Like he's, like he just seems so like brain dead on the show. To the point where he's even forgetting his lines because, like, the stuff they want him to say just makes no sense. And he's, like, forgetting it. It's, like, you know, because I saw the transcript that Fightful got of, like, what he was supposed to say on that, you know, during that Oscar thing. And it was, like, him just forgetting his lines was definitely better than saying what they wanted him to say. Because, like, what what they wanted him to say made no sense. So, like, that's kind of where I'm at with it. They basically made him a savant, like you said. He's, like, he's, like, Rain Man for wrestling. Like, um... Stoner Rain Man. Stoner Rain Man. Yep. So I'm, I'm, 
I, I'm going to take Riddle. I think he wins the match. I think it's going to be really, really good. And I hope they do something for his character to make him just not seem so... Just... St I mean, I like stoners. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it's like... I don't know. It's strange. They made him, like, too too much of it. He's almost making stoners look bad because of how, like, brain yeah, made Yeah, exactly. Him. <laughs> too much. Yeah. But anyways, we'll, we'll move past that. I'm a fan of both guys. I think it's going to be a good match. Um, yeah. After that, we got Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler <laughs> with Reginald. What? Um, Reginald's hey, cool. I like Reginald. You know, I don't know much about him. Although, like, I saw him with... Um, I saw him with Carmella, and then I, the next thing I knew, he was with this tag team, and I, I do not really know why. Some people have tried to explain it to me. I don't think. Oh, I, so he started out as Carmella's sommelier, right? Wine and expert then or whatever. Wine person, yes, a wine expert, because Carmella likes wine for some reason. And then he started. He was with Sasha, because Sasha formed an alliance. They had like some weird intergender match but it was really kind of a choreographed dance and somehow through that um it was like a big twist like Nia Jax sided with him and took him out like shopping and it was just it was different um but I actually am a really big fan of Reginald if you go on his Instagram he was actually in I think it was Aria by Cirque du Soleil or Amaluna he was actually in Cirque du Soleil he did a um hoop diving He's oh. incredibly talented. Yes, he was a Cirque du Soleil performer. You can actually really see it in his work and in his um, his acrobatics. I haven't, He's seen incredibly wrestle, talented. I, I haven't seen him wrestle, but I've seen him do him flips and stuff. Yes, if you go onto his Instagram and see all the work that he did in Cirque du Soleil, it's actually really incredible. As someone who was a circus acrobat, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> sure. No, it, so, it, it is uh, impressive. Like, yeah. you know, I'll never take away the athleticism that it definitely takes to do that type of stuff. Even with, like, cheerleading and stuff, I've always, I've yeah. always like, really appreciated just just the flexibility and the strength and, and the skill it takes for sure yeah so uh but this match is like speaking of this match it's just totally random like can we just just throw the tag team championships away they're kind of <laughs> well they're even less valuable now that there's a set of nxt ones also yeah and i mean this match is kind of hard to predict because they're we don't know who's won the tag team turmoil Thing. it really depends on that and honestly i just have no interest in this other than reginald because he's cool and i don't know it's kind of sad that they've turned shayna into like this kind of comedy kind of bit person she's not as badass as she once was taking bites out of becky's neck and stuff so i forgot about that that's right <laughs> yeah I feel the same way about Shayna, and I've never been a fan of Nia. Um, so it's just it just is what it is. Like I, I think once again, I think the the uh, Lana and Naomi team win night one. I think Lana puts Nia Jax through an announce table, and oh then, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're so right. And then I think Naomi gets the win over Baszler. I think she like rolls her up for like the three or something. Like like Baszler's like distracted it's watching the, the. Yeah, exactly. I think something like that maybe. Um, either way, I have very low expectations for the match. Uh, Shayna can really wrestle. I mean, she's a damn good fighter. Yes. Like, you know, I, she's yeah. badass. She was great in NXT. I just, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jesse. They just, they've, they've made her very soft lately, which is not, uh, 
And there's a big discussion of, like, you know, what The Undertaker said, the wrestling being soft, blah, 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 whatever. Like, this is an example of that. Like, Shanna Baszler has been nerfed big time lately. So, like, it, it's just this is what hap- what's happening. So, yeah. Um, so, anyways, I hope it, I just hope it's a good match, but I just don't expect much out of it. Um, a match that I'm expecting a lot out of, though, in the main event of night two, we have Roman Ooh. Reigns defending the WWE Universal Championship with, you know, of course, Paul Heyman in his corner taking on Edge and Daniel Bryan. Triple threat match. I'll let you go first on this one, Jesse. I know who I'm picking oh, already. Man. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go for all that. I'll, I already yeah, know. you go first. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say this, and I'm trying to talk for too long because I want your thoughts on it. Okay. I'll say this. I've been saying this whole time. Roman Reigns, I don't want to see him lose the title. I want to see him unbeaten. I want to see him hopefully wrestle The Rock at next year's WrestleMania. I want to see this long-term story where Roman Reigns never loses the belt and he's completely unscathed going into potentially the biggest match of his entire career. But I think the reason Dana Bryan's in this match is to take the pinfall from Edge. So... I see a scenario where Edge pins Daniel Bryan, wins the title, 10 years, I think it's like 10 years to the date that he last wrestled at WrestleMania, Um, and I was there in Atlanta when he won the, or uh, retained the title against Alberto Del Rio, so I think the story has that, that ending that it was meant to, where Edge wins the title to close out WrestleMania, but... A month, I think what we'll get is Edge pinning Daniel Bryan, but maybe because Roman, like maybe Roman Reigns hits the last move on Daniel, but Edge throws Roman out of the ring or something and, and takes the win. And then, like next month, whatever the pay per view is, I think we get Edge versus Daniel Bryan one on one and Edge retains. And then the next pay per view, we get Edge versus Roman Reigns one on one. I think maybe Edge Daniel Bryan, he kind of becomes more of a baby face again because like Edge just did what he needed to to be the rated R superstar and win the title. But like two or three months from now, he wrestles Roman for the belt and Roman beats him one on one to get the title back. And it's a good one on one match. And then Roman holds that belt all the way through until a big showdown with, with The Rock eventually because. For Roman to lose the belt in in this type of way, it doesn't hurt him at all because he he doesn't take the loss in the WrestleMania main event. And then his next opportunity at the time, I think he just beats the hell out of everybody until he gets a title shot again. And then if he gets the title back in his first one-on-one match, I don't think it really hurts him as long as we're kind of back to the spot of him being the champion again. Ooh, I really, really, really like that. I I was going to echo almost exactly what you said about Roman Reigns. I think they should push him to the moon. I think he needs to stay the champion. I was going to completely agree with you there. And then when you said but, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> but then you said they put Daniel Bryan in that place to take that pinfall. And it makes perfect sense because then Roman Reigns gets off the hook. Something can happen. You get distracted, whatever. He gets stuck. I don't know. You know, he gets his foot stuck in a hole or something. I don't even know. Something happens. He can't make it in time. Edge gets the win, but he gets it over Daniel Bryan. So Roman Reigns is protected. It makes perfect sense. And then all that stuff, like you said, and you know, Edge gets his championship, you know, redemption, you know, coming back from basically being par- having the risk of being paralyzed in a match to, you know, this incredible medical anomalies. Him and Daniel Bryan, really. Uh, I really do like that. I would be shocked if anything other than what you said happened. 
I would be incredibly shocked. I would be even more shocked if Roman Reigns were to take a pin. Yeah. Um, I would be shocked if Roman Reigns actually wins because, like you said, I just feel like this build has been this has been the best build that WWE's had, by the way. Roman Reigns cut an incredible promo last night in SmackDown. Edge cut an incredible promo. Daniel Bryan cuts an incredible promo. These three can go. I'm really excited for this match. However, the two like fragile necks, I'm really nervous about because you've got two guys in there who had to ret- were forced to retire because they could have been paralyzed at any moment had they stepped in that ring again. And now they are both by the grace of God and by the grace of medical science. They are back in the ring. That makes me nervous as hell. However, they're working with Roman Reigns, who I really do trust as a great worker. I I agree. I think Edge gets the I, I think Edge gets the win. It's the big redemption thing, and you have a pissed off Roman Reigns to open SmackDown on on Friday. After that, I think it's really good, and you get this really pissed off. I mean, can you imagine how scary, like in kayfabe, how scary that pissed off Roman Reigns is going to be? If I were oh, yeah. if I were Jey Uso, I would be horrified. I'd be like, oh god, he's gonna take it out on me. <laughs> well, I love that Jey Uso won that Andre Royal Rumble. Yes, because it helps. yeah, because with Jey now it's like he has something like to like to show Roman that he isn't a failure. You know what I mean? So like Roman's less likely, like he's more likely to accept Jey than like be against him right now because Jey has proven himself. Um, yeah. What I would do, this is like fantasy booking to the max, but this would be the finish of the match for me for the WrestleMania main event. I oh, would I have... Uh, what? I said, oh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, and this is, once again, this it will, will not happen this way, but I just think it would make sense storyline-wise. And this is, once again, WWE, and I could see them doing something like this. I would have it to where, like, Daniel Bryan looks like he's about to get the win. He's doing, like, the yes, yes, yes in the corner, and he's going to go for, like, that big... That big... Uh, knee on edge or and or something something like that's going on and uh the bella twins who just got inducted to the hall of fame could be like front row or something like for the match and yeah and right when it looks like daniel's about to get the win beth phoenix comes out of nowhere and just (gasps) smashes the bellas yes and then and daniel bryan's like distracted like my wife's getting just attacked roman reigns comes out of nowhere nails him with the spear so he's like out cold and then edge comes out of nowhere to get rid of roman and covers daniel bryan spears him too or spear or spears roman yeah however they want yeah. to get, get roman spear out of the way spear yes but i would i think that'd be an interesting move like because i mean the bellas once again hall of fame huge fan base beth phoenix they just did the icons thing on her a lot of people are talking about her obviously she's married to edge because otherwise i would have th- it'd be cool as hell if like lita came back out of nowhere and helped edge but like but we know that him and beth are together so like you kind of got to go that way i think but regardless i think that'd be a pretty cool story the bella twins are ready like it's dana bryan big his big moment beth comes out of nowhere just because everyone loves beth too and she's a you know, commentator for nxt but she can turn heel to be with edge and help her husband out um mm-hmm. so yeah that that's that, that'd be it. my that'd be my call so i love it i think that's so interesting that's fun that's really fun yeah that'd be cool i and think it'll be a good night john cena involved too if he ever comes back like because he's you know oh i'm sorry yeah. no I, I was gonna say with nikki but she's they're not together anymore my bad Didn't yeah but she did together. thank him in his speech and it would be a good throwback to when they when he proposed to her at wrestlemania 33 oh, true oh i completely forgot that that happened yeah <laughs> 
I completely forgot about that. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyways, y'all, that is what our... that did. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that's WrestleMania predictions, everybody. So I hope y'all enjoyed the shows. Night one is tonight, night two tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk about our sponsors a little bit before we get out of here. But, uh, Jesse, if you want to kind of let everybody know, uh, what to do and, uh, you know, plug your stuff and whatnot, I'll, I'll get everything ready and super chat donations. We'll make sure to cover those before we get out of here. If you guys got anything left to say. Awesome. Well, you can find me on my OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. I've been posting a lot more on my main page because I haven't been able to get into the DMs as much there because I never have two hands anymore. <laughs> I'm doing everything one-handed, um, but I'm really trying to get back into that because now that the baby's able to like be on the ground for a little bit and have tummy time and have lots of fun um, and not be on my boobs all the time, it is... I'm able to have a little bit more free time, so I'm getting back into that. And it would really, really, really mean a lot to me if you subscribe to my OnlyFans. If not, that's totally cool. OnlyFans.com slash Jesse the Buckeye. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I'll be me. I'm getting my meme factory ready. I'm hyping my meme status up tonight for WrestleMania. I'm hoping there are some good memeable moments. Yeah. I'm ready. So, um, yes, I'm really, really excited. And I'll be there. Steven will be on Twitter too, I'm sure. And you can follow me there. Yeah, there's my Twitter. Hi. And yeah, so yeah, that's where I am. Uh, but if you like what you've seen, we love our chat, by the way. Shout out to the chat. You all are great. Y'all are having amazing conversations with each other. You guys are being kind and respectful to one another. We appreciate that so much. We appreciate the super chats. Thank you, everyone, for showing out. If you want more like-minded, amazing people like yourselves in the chat with us, please do consider subscribing. Please do Consider giving this video a thumbs up because it really does help out the YouTube algorithm recommend this video to so many other people. And we would love to have more people in these chats. We would love to have more people watching because we love a happy, wholesome wrestling community that isn't poo-pooey to one another. And we that's something that me and Steven both believe in, respecting each other's opinions and not being you know an asshole about it. So please do consider giving this video a thumbs up and subscribing. It would really mean a lot to us. Yes, 100%. And... Uh... Yeah, as far as the sponsors go, we got WrestleRumble.com. I talked about them a lot at the top of the show. Make sure to get in on these contests. One entry for 10, three entries for 20, five entries for 30. You can make your picks for WrestleMania. First place is going to be $1,000. Second place is 100 bucks, And third place is 100 bucks as well. So $1,200 on the line in the WrestleMania Pick'em Contest. Also have $1 raffles for the Stone Cold Legacy title belt. One of a five sorry, one of 500 uh, of these have been made. They're badass. They're like uh, commemorative title belts and limited edition. So once again, only $1 get in on that contest. And then also for only $1, there is the custom WrestleMania belt on the line that has the Daniel Bryan uh, celebration for WrestleMania 30 on the main plate. We have uh, the Smoking Skull, Steve Austin replica title and the Brahma Bull Rock replica title. Three different winners for that one. Once again, all for $1 entries. So check it out. The prizes are insane. This is the best time of year to be a pro wrestling fan. So uh, throw a little money out there for the potential to get some serious return. Title belts and thousands of dollars on the line. WrestleRumble.com. Make sure to stay up to date with all their contests on Twitter at WrestleRumble. We got Music City Toys and Collectibles. They're going to be opening a brand new retail location at 101 West Main in Waterton, Kentucky. 
sorry, Waterton, Tennessee. I always want to say Waterton, Kentucky because it sounds like a Kentucky. It does, doesn't it? Because <laughs> so Waterton, Tennessee is like give or take an 40, 40 to forty minutes to an hour outside of Nashville, give or take. So Waterton, Tennessee, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have Dan Severn in the house. I'm hosting the Q and A session with him. Former, you know, he's a current UFC Hall of Famer. He's a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, an absolute legend in combat sports. So he's going to be there doing an autograph signing, and I'm going to get some action figures signed by him, and can't wait. Also, quick shout out to Glacier from WCW, who I uh, I know some of his students at the Nightmare Factory. So I I asked I asked one of them to bring. I had a Glacier mask, like one of his Glacier masks, and he signed it for me, and. Uh, he wrote "Be Cool" on it because he's Glacier, which I thought was incredible. You know, cool Glacier. Yeah, nice. Um, so anyway, shout out, mm-hmm. to, shout out to Glacier. Um, but yeah, Beauty City Toys and Collectibles—they're awesome. Uh, they do sales on their Facebook page, and you know, just check it out. Uh, they're really nice people. They give you fair business. Doesn't matter what you're looking for. They got autographs, memorabilia. Um, DVDs, which is going to be a more and more valuable thing coming up uh, with the switch from the network over to Peacock. You know, if you want. If you want unedited WWE DVDs, now's probably the time to buy them. Uh, so check them out. Follow them on all social media to search Music City Toys. And uh, yeah, I hope you can join us on May the 1st in Waterton, Tennessee. And then last but never least, shout out to my Brian, my brother, Brian Jensen. Shout out to my Brian brother, Jensen. Uh, we have uh, Brian brother. <laughs> my brother, my Brian brother. Uh, he is at Boxing ATL on Instagram. He can help you reach your goals, uh, whether you're looking to lose weight, throw hands, get in better shape, compete at an amateur or professional level in MMA or any other kind of sports, uh, boxing, kickboxing, whatever it is. If you are athletic now or maybe you have a neurological issue or maybe you're overweight or whatever it is, unactive, it uh, doesn't matter what your skill level is, how heavy you are, you know, whatever, like Brian can help you. So he can help you in person in Atlanta, Georgia. He has a gym. He can meet you in a park. He can meet you at your business. Or he can help you online through Skype sessions and Zoom calls. The best way to book sessions with him is to just message him on Instagram. Once again, BoxingATL. Shoot him a direct message. Say that me and Jesse sent you his way. Promise. As you know, It's the same with all of our sponsors. If you give him a heads up that me and Jesse or uh, how you heard about what they got going on, I promise you get really, really good deals. And then also, you know, big shout out to independentwrestling.tv. They are not doing the free five days right now because it's collective weekend. And, you know, that's how all these talents get I was paid. wondering if they were going to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, I, as, like, I wish that I could offer the five days free for anybody that's new to the subscription. But with all the shows that they run, with all the promotion, with all the, with all the costs and all the, what it, charge all the charges to book wrestlers they need the money right now to make sure everybody gets paid fair for wrestlemania weekend which totally makes 100 percent sense but if you use the code fight talk yeah. you still do support the show so i still do get a percentage if you do use the code it does still support and you still get to watch amazing pro wrestling and the whole back yes, catalog in the minute wrestling yes and also support gcw and the collective over, over at fight tv we got two sets of amazing shows going on right now on both services. Support independent wrestling. And uh, follow me on Twitter at, uh, at FightTalk underscore, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. And thanks, everyone, for joining. Corey's out here saying yes. really, really nice stuff. It's Brian with a B, Corey. Brian Jensen. 
I actually have um, a stepbrother named Ryan too, so with an R. So oh, that's funny. Very, very <laughs> confusing a lot of the time when our family's around. Um, but thank y'all so much for joining. Um, anything left from you, Jesse, before we get out of here? No, just I hope everyone enjoys WrestleMania, and I hope everyone's been having a fun WrestleMania week. I'm having hella FOMO because I live near Tampa, so. <laughs> but. Hey, I got a baby to take care of. So, but I hope everyone has a wonderful WrestleMania weekend. Thank you so much, everybody. And I'm really glad that we were able to do this stream. It makes me happy. Yes, me too. We're going to keep trying to bring this to y'all. Um, you know, I do my show every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern with Doug now. So, like, if there's Yay. any, you know, if there's any of y'all who are, you know, night owls and you want to hear us talking about wrestling, uh, we tend to be not. I've loved the clips, by the way, on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we're trying to get more clips out there, bring some more awareness to the show. And, uh, and that's kind of a less kind of PC version of what me and Jesse do. Uh, we, we, <laughs> we, 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 we aren't quite as nice about certain things because um, it's like the late night. You know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah, an after dark after type dark. show. Exactly. Yeah. So if you like it, I, I love it because like I get to, I get both ends of the spectrum. I get to do this show where it's mainly positive and we're, you know, <laughs> talking about the great, the really nice, good things going on in wrestling. And then Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, and me and Doug just go in on stuff that we don't like a lot of the time. Um, yeah. Thursday nights Amazing. on Thursday nights on uh, on Twitch Fightful, sorry Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We're moving the streams to Thursdays so we can do the Impact watch-alongs that were on Tuesdays because Impact's moving from Tuesday to Thursday. So That's right. So Thursday's going to be a big a big week or a big uh, night of the week for me uh, if y'all want to continue with the stuff we got going on because. Um, Thursdays is going to be from 8 to 10 Eastern is going to be twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming Impact Wrestling then 10 p.m. till usually about 1 in the morning I mean we do like 2 and a half to 3 hours pretty consistently so late night on Thursdays um, all things MMA if you like uh, mixed martial arts Fight Talk Podcast give us a thumbs up or a, a yes. like a subscription a follow good comments good ratings all that stuff helps out a ton and uh, Fightful Select Weekender Podcast check it out Fightful.com uh, part of their Patreon service so yeah I'll try to keep everything going on over on Twitter Fight Talk underscore thank you all very much for listening use code Jesse25 that still works over at Papa John's that's right pizza if you want pizza Papa John's Jesse25 <laughs> perfect timing too this is Wrestlemania if you want to just hang out drink some beer do whatever else you want to do and not have to worry about driving. Order yeah, yourself some Papa drive. John's. Yes, order yourself some yeah. Papa John's. Jesse 25. Save, is it 25% off? 25% off, yeah. I've used the code multiple times. It's great. So um, so that's going to do it. We'll be back sometime soon. We'll try to keep you all updated. Make sure you're liking the videos. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. And make sure you're following both of us on Twitter. Because that way you'll know when we're going live. Because our schedule is yeah. a bit random. Especially with everything Jesse has going on at the moment. <laughs> 